Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mike Armstrong podcast show. And uh, this evening, uh, or probably afternoon, stateside, uh, we're joined by Jen Gaudet, uh, who is an entrepreneur and uh, real estate investor, or investor, in fact, uh, out of Texas in uh, the USA. So uh, how are you doing today, Jen? Fantastic. How about yourself, Mike? Yeah, I'm awesome. I'm always doing awesome because... I'm somebody who's living my best life, so why why wouldn't I be? <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's great to have you on my podcast. Likewise, I'm super excited. I can't wait to have another conversation with you. Yeah, great. I enjoyed our um, TV uh, chat. That was uh, not my first time I've been on TV. I've been on TV for you know a few times here and there um, for my opinion, like in the news and stuff like that. But um, my first uh, TV appearance. Um, as a, a, an entrepreneur, I'd say, like, you know, so. Oh, well, you did fantastic. I, I never would have known it was your first entrepreneurial appearance. <laughs> no, no. Well, I've been, you know, I say that, but I've been doing Zoom every day for like a year. <laughs> and I've been, I've done a thousand episodes on my podcast, which had also Zoom, uh, Zooms and their video as well. But that was, a. I thought originally it was going to be live, but it was live, but, you know, played another time. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, had it been live, I'm, I'm so used to talking all the time now, especially on Clubhouse and especially on podcasting. And I've spoken for a living all my life anyway. So, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty good at thinking quick and answering quick and all of that sort of stuff. Because I've, I've been asked everything by everybody. You know, I've been in sales for a long time and people, they ask you stuff and you just got to, you know, you haven't got no time to pre-script or plan it or whatever. Just what comes out, comes out, doesn't it? So... I think I've had a good uh, background, uh, you know, to be able to speak live and all that sort of thing. And so I'm looking forward to taking that there. But obviously, this is about you. So tell me a little bit about how you ended up um, becoming a presenter of, you know, that TV channel, etc. And tell everyone a little bit about um, what else you do at the moment. Yeah, actually... Um, I started as a sports med physical therapist. So I spent 20 years in sports medicine working with elite athletes, collegiate, professional Olympic athletes. Um, and as a human performance specialist, it's interesting because all of the same things we do with athletes apply to entrepreneurs um, and apply really, really globally to all human beings, you know? Um, and so I kind of had a journey where I ran my own um, sports medicine practice. Then I did some consulting. And along the way, I helped other people to develop their businesses and um, coaching just sort of called to me. And, and uh, I, I sort of just follow the, just like you do. I just kind of follow where I'm led. Um, I think that the universe throws us what is next for us as long as we stay aligned with our passion and our purpose. And I know after talking to you several times, we're both personal development junkies. So when we do our own work and we're open to that and we show up 100% authentic because anyone who knows me knows that if you ask me a question, you're getting the whole truth and, and nothing but the truth. I don't know how not to. <laughs> so, so it's just sort of led to that. And, and really, I led to um, performing. I, I wouldn't call it performing, speaking. I've spoken internationally um, prior to pandemic because um, in healthcare, there's a real uh, shaming around burnout and overwhelm. There's, there's an expectation to give until it hurts. You give everything to your patients and your clients, at least here in the United States. Um, and so there was a time four or five years ago when I was so burned out, I didn't have anything left at the end of my day. Um, and it culminated in finally taking a vacation and my husband asking me for a divorce uh, because I wasn't, I wasn't there for him or for the family. I was giving everything to my career. And so I knew I needed to make a change. Uh, and at that point in time, I had had business coaches and mentors, but I never have a life coach but I hired a life coach who helped me with boundaries and, and it was so impactful. I mean, it saved my marriage, it saved my health, it saved my life. I switched my whole career to coaching at that time, started launched my coaching business and have just kind of followed that path. And because of the story, because of how strongly it impacted my life, you know, I just started speaking about it in the physician communities here, the therapist communities, like in medical communities, because it's a it's a massive problem. You're not allowed to say you're burned out. You're not allowed to talk about anything at 
you know, you're just supposed to put the happy face on and show up for everyone else. And so as I started speaking here, it gained traction. And that's how I started speaking outside of Texas, across the United States, Canada. I ended up doing some medical mission work in Asia. And then all of a sudden having connections there, you know, and it just sort of snowballed to the point where I wrote a book on boundaries and uh, it kind of, it kind of just became what I did. Um, And I love it because when, when we do the work ourselves, it shows and we have those stories that relate to other people. And so because anybody who picks up the book or, or hears me speak, if they, if one person in that room takes it away and impacts their lives in a good way, that's, that's my reason for getting out of bed in the morning. Mm -hmm. So it kind of culminated like that. And then in pandemic, um, television was a natural next step to reach people and to impact lives. Um, so, so it kind of just, I just flew, I flowed where the universe showed. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. In the pandemic, I've done the same sort of thing. Really. I pivoted a lot in the pandemic. I used to help people with their own sales and marketing, but I've been concentrating on my own sales and marketing really during the pandemic and just going whenever, you know, I flow, whenever I fit and whenever, you know, people want me and, and all of that. And I always got value to give. And so whenever whoever wants that value and wants me to give it in a podcast or a TV show or a, uh, a clubhouse room or a, whatever it may be, I'm there to give the value, like, you know? And uh, yeah, so I, that resonates with me definitely, you know? And um, like you say, you know, even if you just help one person, then that's great. But, you know, if you get onto bigger stages and bigger platforms, then you can help more people and you're going to make more of an impact and more of a, a legacy, I suppose. That's the way I look at it. It's all about trying to make an impact and help as many people as possible. So you're doing the same thing in the physician area, although the skills are transferable to whatever. And, uh, and I do it with, like, you know, entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs, old entrepreneurs, whatever, because I come from the entrepreneurial world, you know. So, you know, you, you, you lean on the world that you start from and build some traction there. But you also, you know, you can develop and lean into new sort of areas over time then, can't you? So, uh, yeah, so that's interesting. So, so is it your um, uh, TV program or you present to that or, or what? Tell us a bit more about that. Right. So it's interesting because I do, I've done a lot of interviews for other people um, all over the place uh, between television, pods, radio. I I had a radio show for a little while. Um, And so I was asked to, if I would come and and present that kind of entrepreneurial uh, content because they were looking for something that they could do. And it's, it's actually interesting because I was asked twice last year and I said no both times. But when I was presented with this, because this is a new thing for me, it was in January when I started, um, because it was bilingual, because it impacted people that didn't have as much access to entrepreneurial content um, or the same kind of quality of content, um, I said yes, because I looked at it as an opportunity to impact more lives. Um, you know, So uh, I, I said yes, because I really do believe that we're here and our gifts, if we're not sharing them, then we're, we're not using them in the way that we were blessed and to those that much is given, much is expected. Um, and so it was an opportunity, like you said, to reach many, many eyeballs. I mean, I think it airs in uh, the United States in multiple markets, it airs in Mexico. Um, and so a lot of people have access to, to these kind of contents that maybe they didn't have before. And so it's just kind of in alignment with my personal mission, vision, and purpose to, to do that. And it's really fun. I'll tell you, Mike, I love bringing high-powered people who have a lot of value to give because when we connect in that way and we share that with my audience, your audience, it doesn't matter Um, What we're doing is we're just raising the vibe. We're raising the energetics of the world. And I truly believe that we're only, we're only able to continue to climb as we lift other people up and together we're stronger. And so it's just, it's a perfect outlet and it's really kind of grown. I've had some interesting people on. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to bring people from all over the world to hear those points of view, because, you know, sometimes we kind of get pigeonholed in our own little uh, local, uh, local thinking and whatnot. And it's just really great to be able to, expand that mindset yeah definitely definitely and like um like i'm a lifelong learner and i've learned so much in my life but i i I entered really deeply the the personal development world from say 2017 and uh you know in that sort of short period of time four years i probably learned more in that four years than i learned in the previous one no i think i started at 37 so 
in, in six, five, five, six years, I've probably learned more than I've learned in the previous 37 years that, you know, and I was a lifelong learner, you know what I mean? Constantly progressing and, you know, going through sales and sales management and sales directorship and keep developing and growing. But like, once you get into that personal development world and you really get a thirst for it, you know, it teaches you so much. And then you go to somewhere like Clubhouse and mix your, mix with other people who've also been in the personal development world and are also doing great things in the real world as well. Cause that's, I think it's always good to bring the real world in your own experience with the personal development world and put your own spin on things. Then you go into a room full of people like-minded and you're just picking up a gold everywhere. Like, you know, that's, that's part why I do a 24-7 room, I think, because, you know, I can drop some gold and just as much as I'm dropping, I'm picking up, you know, elsewhere. And it's just a real sort of fast track, if you like, to uh, to knowledge and, and knowledge is, is wisdom. And if you're willing to take action on it, which I am, I'm an action sort of kind of person, then, you know, it can give you sort of massive advancements in your life and, you know, in your, your career and, and, and you know, with your legacy and whatever it is you're trying to, trying to achieve. So it's just... You know, the last year for me, I wrote a website before, um, before uh, well, it was before the lockdown. It was the end of 19, uh, 2019 and uh, finished it in February 2019. It was a personal development site. And I was updating it the other day. It's like a year on from when I was finished, uh, like a year and a bit, a couple of months on. And I just couldn't believe how much had changed. Yeah. yeah. Just in one year, but, but one crazy pandemic year. It has changed tremendously. You know, it's, it's, and it's really interesting. I, I want to go back to something that you said that really just like struck me. And that's um, getting in a room with so many amazing people and hearing the great th things that they're doing in the real world. I think that in the last year, we've lost touch with that because so many of us were doing so many things in person and a lot of that kind of went away. Um, I'm really curious. I'm really curious. Um, because I'm listening, I'm looking at, I'm in this space myself. I used to do medical mission trips. I used to do a lot of like interactive things in person and that's sort of gone away. Um, how is that you've been able to bring the real world in during this time being where you are? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that I haven't really changed my life very much for the pandemic, which is why I've changed my life as in, I've changed my creativity and I've changed my direction. I pivoted, but I didn't change my life. My life is, I was working from home before for like eight years. So I didn't have much, I, you know, I couldn't go out to socialize and all that sort of stuff. But I socialized online globally, which is better for me because there's not many people that I resonate with that are like me. I'm one of those, you know, 10 percenters, 5 percenters, looking to be a 1 percenter or whatever. Those people, they're not in my local area so much. You know, you gravitate towards the ones or twos that are in your local area. But you go to like Clubhouse and you go globally and those people gravitate to you if you set them a 24-7 room, <laughs> you know, or you find them in other rooms, like, you know what I mean? But because you're all interested in the same thing, the algorithm sort of puts you in the same space. You go on a stage and talk to each other and realise, oh, yeah, this person is a bit like me or this person shares the same outlook as me or this person has a similar background to me or, you know, this person has the same goal as me or whatever. You know what I mean? I've met like, I've met quite a few like I've never, I spent um, 10 years as a sales manager, sales director, recruiting salespeople, trying to find somebody like me because I know how hard I work. I know how like dedicated I am. I know how switched on I am and stuff. And you just don't find people like that, not in the employee world because I'm not an employee and I was employing employees. Yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a self-starter. You know, most of the people like me, they're not in employee employed jobs. You know, I mean, some of them are youngsters and they maybe can develop like that. But you're trying to find somebody who's like that way inclined and you don't find them very often. You know what I mean? And then you come onto Clubhouse right. and you see, you see people everywhere that are, that are like you because the system just seems to find them for you. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. I, I Never would I have dreamed that we would have the connectivity that we have and the way that we have even, even a year and a half ago. Uh, it's just been, it's been fantastic. I love the tech changes that have happened too and how quickly, like it's like very rapidly evolving and, and we're here a part of that revolution, yeah. you know, and how can we impact it in a way and how can we continue to have that positive impact as all these things are continually changing. 
Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I set up a record-breaking podcast. I did a, I'm going to do a thousand episodes by a year. I started my podcast 20th of April, and it finishes on Monday, the 19th of April. Yeah, and I've done a thousand episodes, and basically, I did it in my podcast studio, which is my front room with my laptop. <laughs> and I, I got all my guests in the magic world and universe that is Clubhouse on my phone. You know what I mean? It's just like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right and especially those of us who grew up without internet and i mean yeah. i remember the do you remember the bad phones yeah <laughs> yeah the old uh i remember the one that you spin around you know the number you didn't even yeah, press the totally. button you, you spin it around you know and uh my first iphone was like the size of a house it was like a brick like you know what i mean and uh, yeah you know and we i was speaking to someone else a sort of a, a, a my sort of age i don't know if you're a bit same age or a bit younger or whatever. You look much younger than me, but that might just be the um, the, uh, the the West Coast living in, in America, like you know. But um, I was speaking to, to, to Dawn and I, I said to her, I said, to, imagine telling your eight-year-old eight self that you'd be able to talk to a machine in the corner and ask it to play your own podcast episode and it would just like play it. You know, because you wouldn't, you wouldn't even know what a podcast was. You wouldn't even think that you'd be on it. You wouldn't think that a machine could just do it by asking it. You know, it's just, you know, and that's what the kids. I'm so glad I was brought up in the tech, uh, in the pre-tech revolution, because I appreciate the tech revolution. And the kids who are born and born and brought up in it, they don't really appreciate what they got. And I'm like, I just it amazes me sometimes what 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 tech we have available to us. <laughs> right and the littles the i have a five-year-old grandson and having him look i showed him my rotary phone he's like what is that Gigi?" that's <laughs> <laughs> a phone that's not a phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely definitely so uh so yeah so tell me a little bit about uh, the coaching that you do then obviously i've got to see it um branded in the background tell us a little bit about uh what coaching you do and how people can get engaged with it and all that sort of thing. Oh, absolutely. So I work with entrepreneurs to truly reclaim their time, reclaim their energy and maximize their impact by becoming the CEO of their business and their life. I work with small business owners and predominantly like healthcare providers, wellness providers, service-based um, because a lot of times we're really good at what we do, but we're not really good at business. And so we end up doing a whole lot and burning ourselves out. Um, and since I came from that world, I really want to be able to help people to understand the business side. So I take the business strategy and I marry it with human performance coaching. So physiology, it, we can't even talk about business if you're not sleeping, if you're not fueling your body, moving your body and able to really think and have clarity of thought. Um, we talk about the psychology. So moving through fears, overcoming self-sabotage in the moments, because you and I are self-starters and we know how to pick ourselves up. But sometimes there are days when it's really sludge and we need to grind. And how do we like lean in and, and what do we draw from psychologically so that we can do that? So the physiology, the psychology, we do a lot with productivity and efficiency. Um, so if you think about an athlete, a lot athletes, their job is to train, but if they train too hard, they get injured. So it's about efficiency and productivity and training smarter, not harder. And the same applies to us in our businesses. So we go into things like zone of genius and how to delegate, how to know what to delegate, you know, what do we want to hire for, how to hire right team, which is the um, people side of it. So leadership, communication, um, but soft skills, relational capital. So we take all of the pillars of human performance. And we marry that with the business strategy. And that's what we do and become the CEO of your business and your life. It's, it's truly a passion project. People are like, oh, well, you put it in your name. Like the name of my coaching business is Jen Cody Coaching. It's not ever going to be for sale because that's me. Nobody wants to buy my name. But this is truly like literally I retired sports medicine. I have other businesses I invest. But this is the thing that I want to be spending my time on because I love, love, love the impact that, that it has if a small business owner really elevates their game and reclaims their time and energy, they show up in their communities so much stronger. And, and that impacts their families. It impacts their communities and ultimately the world. So I really do enjoy coaching the lifeblood of our, of our communities and our world to be able to really live their best life in their business. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, um, you know, I understand the connection between the sports side of things and the uh, entrepreneur side of things because I was a mad, passionate sports person when I was a kid. And, uh, and then I had to give all of that up for, um, for, for work and, uh, and entrepreneurialism. But, you know, everything I learned by playing individual sports and team sports and being successful and winning, uh, I apply a lot of that into my day-to-day you know, routines, your day-to-day activities, you know, efficiencies, you know, um, you know, working smarter and not harder, you know, trying to maximize yourself, making sure you're balancing your, your life and you're not, you know, it's not just all work, but you're actually also, you know, keeping um, the battery charged and keeping the fuel, you know, keep the tank fueled and, you know, keeping the mind rested and, and, and all that sort of stuff, you know, the, the wild balance. I have, I have a happiness formula and a success formula and uh, they're both about, you know, that, that balance. I'm a Libra. And so luckily enough, everything I do is, it has to be that sort of balanced approach. And, uh, you know, I am a typical like Libra and in, like everything I do has to be balanced. <laughs> everything is weird. You know, I'm always down the middle of everything, which is why I, I never vote. I never vote for anything because I'm always, I can see six of one and half a dozen of the other. I'm, I'm, you know, so to me, it's like, I don't really care what happens. Whatever happens, I'm going to make the best of it. <laughs> so you know it doesn't it's not the end of the world but you know we vote that way or we vote that way i'm not bothered you know in fact i'd rather us just get on with it you know <laughs> it's a bit like with brexit and stuff like you know do you want to be in or be out i'm not bothered but either way just get it done let's move on you know so uh so what is it about you and your personality that shapes you do you think you know my my, my libra and my balanced nature definitely shapes me and a lot of the decisions uh, that i do what shapes you um, so I think it's interesting that you brought the Libra into it. I'm a Sagittarius and Sagittarians are very creative, passionate, enthusiastic, and venturesome. That 1000% describes me. And it kind of, we also kind of float with the wind, right? And whatever's next, the adventure, what's the challenge? I love a good challenge. And so it's kind of defined my life. And I was an athlete as well. Um, and, but it was because of the challenge and what's the next thing and where is the growth and where is the excitement? And so that passion and all of that, that's kind of my driving feature. Um, if, if you ask anybody off the street, they'll tell you I'm the most passionate person and the most driven person that, you know, and the other side of it, unfortunately, I get the bad side too, which is I'm blood to a fault. And then, you know, exactly where you stand. If you ask for my opinion, you're getting it. It's not going to be candy coated. It's going to be no BS. It's going to be 100% what you need to hear. Um, and it's going to come from that place of love and service, but there is like zero filter in this, in, in any, anything that I do. And so it's really funny when I coach and people ask my opinion, I'm like, okay, you really want to know? And they say, yes. And I say, okay, do you really, really want to know? Because there's no way I do not know how to, how to sugarcoat because I'm an athlete. I worked with athletes for 20 years. You're going to get exactly what I think. And so, so I kind of preface that. I've learned to preface that because when somebody asks me something, if they have a really garbage business model and it's something that's not viable, I'm going to say, that's never going to work. And here's why there is, you know, here's the precedent here. Are all the other people who tried this, it failed. And it's because your avatar has no money to spend on this. So you can't make money in it, which means you don't have a business. And that's going to come out of my mouth. So yeah. it, kind of is, it is that way, but I really do. Everything I do, I do very big. I'm very passionate about, and I think it's fueled my success. But to me, success isn't about the TV show. It isn't about, you know, what I have done and, and, and all. Success is really about the impact I've had on lives. And, yeah. you know, um, honestly, because I come with that passion, when I speak on stage, people leave. I still, it's like nobody, there's been no stages for over a year. I still have people who email me and say, thank you so much. I saw you in 2017 and here are the changes that I did in my life. And I couldn't thank you more. Like, and that literally like fuels my, my heart and it. It's the reason that I show up. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the same, same exact success measurement that I use as well. How many people can you impact and what sort of legacy could you leave? Like, you know what I mean? Like to me, life's not all about making money and some people chase money all the time, but if I can help more people, then that's great. If I make a bit of money along the way, well, I don't need that much money anyway. So I'll probably put it into a trust fund 
and to help startups and, and disadvantaged, you know, kids get into entrepreneurship and, and that sort of thing. Now, yes, I would take some things for me or whatever, but to me, it's never been about, uh, well, when I was in my younger days, maybe it was a bit about money. I was in sales and that was the culture and stuff. But actually, like you said, it's making a difference to people's lives. That's really what matters to me. People are the most important asset on the on on the planet, and the more people you can look after and help, and you know, improve their lives in some way, even if it's a short term improvement, great. If it's a long term improvement, you know, or a complete, you know, keep a change or rejuvenation of a life or whatever, even better. But yeah, you know, to me, it's all about uh, making that difference, and um, and yeah, you know, ultimately, if you can make a lot of difference to a lot of people's lives, then you've had a great life, and you know. And, and also a happy life as well, because part of my smart happiness formula is uh, random acts of kindness. And, uh, you know, if you do random acts of kindness, it gives you oxytocin in your brain. And, uh, and so if you do lots of random acts of kindness constantly, then you walk around happy constantly because it's a, it's a biological fact. Like, you know what I mean? You can't, you can't not walk around. You know, you can't do good things for people and feel sad. It's like an impossible thing, like, you know. So I just do stuff for people constantly, like, you know, and I just love it. I love helping people. I love connecting people. I love, you know, inspiring people, educating them, whatever. And uh, I think it's just, I love the high that it gives you as well, like, you know, it makes you feel great. So why not do it? I just encourage more people to do it all the time. So what, what's something you like to encourage? You know, maybe your mentees or your, the people you coach or the people you speak to. What are the things you like to encourage them to do? I think it's really funny that you brought that up because I do a lot of corporate talks and corporate like uh, wellness and coaching, like executive coaching type things. And that's part, of, that's part of our formula for stress management is to go out and help someone. If you're having a like funky day or you're in a negative mindset, the easiest way to correct that is to go out and help someone, whether it's smiling at them or doing something um, positive, it helps shift you from that negative to the positive mindset. So I absolutely love that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I really am a big fan of presence. I'm a big fan of the only moment that we can control or that we can even impact is right now. So no matter where you are, if you're looking at your bank account and you're not happy with what you see, what can you do right now to change? Because if we continue to do the same thing, then we're going to have the same result. But right now we can change one thing. So what is the one small thing we can change to impact that bank account or, or to impact your mood? And so um, a lot of times people get stuck in their head. They, they are in analysis paralysis or like fear stops a lot of people from doing the things or from really playing big um, in life. And so one of the, one of the big go-tos for me is um, to really look at it and ask yourself, what is your top priority in life for your top three? Are you meeting those priorities? What are you doing today to ensure that your priorities in life are being met? And for me, it's my husband, it's my family, and it's and it's to have an impact. And then I ask myself, how am I going to have fun today? Like that's my secret ninja sauce. Yeah. Is how am I going to have fun? And I start every single day asking myself those those three questions. What is it that's my top priority? What is most important? What am I going to do today to move? towards those goals or to ensure that that's there and how am I going to have fun doing it? Literally every day I, I work with all my students, all my mentees, all the people that I coach, everyone that I come into contact with that I share that because if you can have fun in anything, then you always have that kind of injection of, of motivation. It helps to keep you motivated. It helps to keep you smiling. And when you interject fun intentionally into your day, it just becomes a part of who you are. And, and then energetically, people want to be around you because you're always looking for the fun and the learning in every moment. And so um, that's kind of like my, my secret sauce, if you will. And then the other side of that is at the end, I like to bookend things. So that's my morning. And then at the end, I ask myself, did I, did I work towards my priorities? Did I do something with my spouse? Did I do something with my family? Did I have that quality interaction? And if, if it was a bad day, like I only allow myself one thing I want to improve tomorrow. You can't focus on all the negative because that's what you attract. And then I ask myself, how did I have fun? And I reflect on all the fun moments of the day. And it just literally keeps me going. It's, it's why I, I do what I do. It's, it's what keeps my motivation. 
And it's helped so many people because a lot of times we try to cram too many things or we try to solve so many problems all at once and it makes us overwhelmed and negative. But when we focus on what's most important to us and we integrate it, we fill our cup and our cup is overflowing and everybody gets the best of us. So that's kind of that's kind of my my secret sauce. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Well, life's too short not to have fun every day, isn't it? That's why um, I'm somebody who believes life's too short not to do something that you love every day. So I have fun every day. I don't have to think about it because I've shaped my life to do the things I enjoy so that I'm having fun. Because I, I, I had, a, I had a, a spell, as we all do when we're younger, I suppose, of doing stuff for, for other people and doing stuff they don't particularly want to do and you know all of that sort of stuff. And what I learned is, why? Why am I doing stuff I don't want to do? I just do the stuff I want to do. <laughs> you know, spend spend my entire life doing stuff for other people, and I'm like, no, I'll just do do what I want to do because it's my life. <laughs> it's not everyone else's. You know what I mean? So shape your life how you want it to be, and then just have fun enjoying it. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're two we're two souls that are very united in our our philosophy. So yeah, absolutely. And and I mean that's that that I think is. Truly the secret to happiness is if you are doing the things that are important to you, we're not all, we're not all, you know, a poppy. Some of us are a rose and others are a carnation. Like we all are different and unique. And when we play to those strengths, like we can live our life doing the things that we absolutely love. So I, I completely am a, I'm yeah. right with you. Well, that's it. And, and your sporting side will appreciate the rest of my smart happiness formula. So uh, the rest is sleep, meditation, ability to perform which covers exercise nutrition and hydration and then targets small, small medium and long-term targets because when you're focused on on growth and growing and you're doing everything every, every day to get to those medium targets which you know once accomplished will help you reach that massive big target then then you know you're growing as a person and you're achieving every day and and so all of those things combined make you happy you know, they all on their own make you happy, but they when they come together as a as a uh, a total formula, they give you the compound effect of like intense happiness because you've got you know, one happiness feeding into another, into another, into another. So that's uh, that's something that I'm going to be teaching around the world for the rest of my life is my happiness formula, and I've also got a success formula as well. So. Uh, that's the one I'm going to charge because I don't think you should charge for making people happy. I think they deserve, it's a human right. Yeah. So I'm just going to give it away for free, my happiness formula. But, uh, but then if they want to become successful, then they got to pay for that because, you know, I can't turn them into, you know, millionaires or billionaires and not take at least something for it, even if it's just a small amount up front to get them on their way. Absolutely. And everything that we do that impacts somebody's life has an exponential effect on them. So I love it. I love your formula. My, my, my secrets are all about the same things, you know, when we, when we, and, and you know, Mike, what really comes to my mind right now is when we live and practice what we treat, preach, when we walk our talk, everybody yeah. can't help but see the results. Yeah. And so it's like, when you talk about these things or we share our secrets of success or we share the little things that we do because we're living that life and people can see it because it emanates from us. You yeah, can't yeah. fake that. You know, like it's, it's almost like we're our own walking testimonial. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Case study. Like, yeah, it was less, I said, people say to me, like, how could I do all what I do? How can I do 24 seven on clubhouse and end up in like, you know, 10 networking events a week and, and all the things I do is because I love it. <laughs> it's not hard. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, it's because I choose to do what I'm doing. I'm not, I'm not turning up because somebody's telling me to go. I'm choosing where I want to be, you know? So it gives you that, yeah. that, it gives you that youthful energy exuberance that you get when you're playing, when you're doing what you love, when you're just, you know, playing at, at life, like, you know? I think, I think that's the secret. So many people this. Is because they're doing stuff that they're not choosing to be doing. And they're wondering why, how can that person just uh, seem to be smashing it? And it's a trudge to me. Well, it's because you shouldn't be here. You should be doing something else, somewhere else, like, you know? Yeah, you know, a lot of people today, they're, they're living someone else's life. They're living the life that their parents set up for them or that someone told them or that society told them they should be doing. And, and I think really, really in there is, we're all different and we get to choose our path. And so when we do, when we do choose to do the things that we love, then then it just it just 
It truly is. It's fun. It's not work. And it's funny that people ask you that because people ask you the same thing. They're like, how do you get done what takes me a whole week in one day? And it's like, because I want to, because I love it, because I'm not spending time going, oh, I have to go meet with Mike today. Like, it doesn't even come into my brain. And I didn't worry about it before. I wasn't stressed out because I'm going to be having a conversation on Zoom or a podcast. I don't, I don't think about those things. No, no. It's so and I'm like, whatever is meant to happen right now is going to happen. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I see. I was doing a, a network event the other night, twelve o'clock midnight till one in the morning. You know, <laughs> like I'll turn up at a network event anytime. You know what I mean? Because I like it. I like, I like meeting people. I want to be there. And I want to meet people. So you know, people are like, "You're crazy." And I'm like, "Well, uh, if enjoying myself and having fun is crazy, then yeah, I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guilty as charged." <laughs> crazy together because I'm the same I'm the same way yeah definitely and that's that's why I love clubhouse like you know I in the first couple of weeks I think in the first week I set up a, a clubhouse room saying I'm addicted to clubhouse and I don't care because like I, I loved it. I could see where it was going to go I could see it and I could you know I, I keep saying to people now I say I, they're like well why do how come you spend so much time on clubhouse and I say that at the moment there's about eight things I love doing right it used to be seven but I've added one and that is, uh, I love to learn, I love to uh, uh, teach, yeah? I love to speak, I love to listen, I love to network, I love to collaborate, I love to socialize, and I love to podcast, and all my guests come from Clubhouse. Yeah, so the only time I leave Clubhouse is to go do, do the podcast where my guests come from, but the rest of it is like eight things I love to do, which I can just do all at the same time on Clubhouse, you know? Because someone walks in, and I'm teaching them. Someone walks in, I'm learning from them. Someone walks in, I'm socializing. Someone walks in, I'm networking. Someone walks in, I'm collaborating. You know, someone walks in, there's a podcast cast. It's just everything I need all in one place, like wrapped up in a bowl, like, you know? It's <laughs> It's like shooting fish in a barrel. You know, it's like, it's like, oh, everything you want to do, just jump in the barrel, it's all there. You know, swim around in the barrel with it, like, you know? Yeah. And you know, what I love too about Clubhouse is it's old school. Like it, it meets the needs of those of us who are old school. Like I'm not the fan of text and email no. and all of those things because I didn't grow up with it. I grew up with conversation yeah. and, and it's so awesome because we can go into a room, get a conversation for five minutes and be like, I want to have another conversation with you. And, and so you can, that it, it's almost like it collapses the relationship building time because it's authentic. Yeah. Like you know, you know when you're talking to somebody if they're being real or not. And so you can take that further with the people right then and there. You are already checking the box. Do I want to have another conversation? Yes, no. And and then you keep you keep it moving. And so it's it's really, really fantastic compared to all the other social media outlets that that I'm on, at least, because it's real time. You're, you're authentic, you're having a conversation and you can pop into a private room and boom, have that conversation and do whatever, you know, like collaborating you need or, or connecting. I'm a huge, I'm a super connector. I love to connect people with people who are, are going to really help them, you know, in whatever way. And so it's, it's really given us that kind of um, hyper speed connectivity that, that those of us who are a little older can really appreciate because we have that conversation, not just a text with an emoji. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm actually putting together a network of super connectors. So I'll bear you in mind uh, for that. But I, I started my podcast a year ago. I was blogging for 15 years before that. I was like, why did I spend 15 years blogging? Why didn't I discover podcasting earlier? Because it was in like the early 2000s, I think, podcasting. I'm like, oh, no. I spent my life texting and typing, which I much prefer to speak. You know, I was like, why didn't I find podcasting earlier? I'd be one of the top podcasters in the world if I'd have found it earlier because, you know, I'd be 15 years blogging before I started podcasting. And, um, and yeah, you know, it's the same with the, with the rooms. It's like, you know, why am I going to spend time? I've left, I do a bit on Instagram, obviously because of the connection with Clubhouse. I, I've dropped uh, um, uh, LinkedIn quite a lot. I do a bit on Facebook groups because I'm building the community from Clubhouse into Facebook groups. Yeah, but I, I'm very, I'm spending much less time typing and everything because it's like, why do I want to spend ages typing with people when I can talk to them? <laughs> you know, what I mean? it's like, why would you? You know, one's way better than the other. Like you know, and uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's like. Um, 
it's like a common sense. Like, you know what I mean? It's having a conversation. When I was in uh, work, like sometimes you get into a, 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 a conversation with somebody and you start typing uh, emails back and forth and you think this email at the pace it's going is going to take three days for us to get to a decision. So I would stop sending the email, get up, walk to the other part of the building where the person was, have a five-minute conversation and kill it dead, you know, because it's a back-and-forth conversation that you need to do there and then, not by text every two or three hours when you're getting back and forth and seeing the email. And it's just like, and that's the same as like with LinkedIn. It can take you 30 messages back and forth to get to know somebody, or you can have like a two-minute conversation with them in Clubhouse and you know them. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I still am on LinkedIn. I don't do the Facebook group thing because I just can't. I, just, I literally can't. I was like, why do I need to go in here? So I literally take them from Clubhouse or from LinkedIn. And I'm like, great. I have a Zoom community. This is what it looks like. This is where we go. I don't, like, do you want in? <laughs> yeah. I tell them offline. And the reason I do is because there's so many things that have happened in the last year or two with certain social medias, kicking people off for random reasons, for no reason at all. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You know, like I, I, I like to bring them offline. I like, like if I want, if, if I invite you to my community, I want to interact with you. I want to make sure I can connect with you, even if you know Facebook or or LinkedIn or something else decides that they don't want me on their platforms. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I've I've been kicked off on plenty of platforms because I'm a, I'm a push the boundaries kind of guy, and I'm a, a 10x, 100x, infinity x kind of guy. So I do everything at rapid numbers, and some of the social media platforms don't seem to like that. It's like I hit my two and a half thousand limit in clubhouse of following in three weeks i haven't been able to follow anyone else for like eight nine weeks and all of a sudden this week now i've been able to follow people again so i think they must have extended the limits but i always operate at the limits like you know what i mean because i do stuff at a, a bigger rate and a faster pace than a lot of other people so um but also like i connect with people in, in, in i'm omnipresent i connect everywhere and i want to be everywhere because all my all my um uh, people i can help are entrepreneurs and they're everywhere you know or they're aspiring entrepreneurs and they're everywhere so i just put myself everywhere and then if some if facebook shuts down or instagram does or messenger does or whatsapp does or it linkedin does or whatever i'm connected with these people and some of them got as phones in my number some i got emails for so i i, I got you know, i've got them all everywhere so unless they all unless all the social media platforms burnt at the same time i got time to to connect with people on, on other places like you know and that's what I'm all about. That's why I try and teach other entrepreneurs as well is don't put all your eggs in one social media basket, spread the risk. Yeah. Spread the risk and, uh, and take them offline as well. And we'll just build a community in as many places as you can build that community. Yeah, absolutely. And, and choose, choose, choose where you want to be. Like, I know I tried the Facebook community thing and I didn't want to be there. I don't like no. Facebook. Okay, that's probably a dirty word, but <laughs> I never liked Facebook. Like I didn't even get off it until I needed to for my business because pandemic. Um, yeah. So <laughs> like I'm not, that's just not where I live and that's not where I, how I like to interact. So it's really funny. It's really funny that we choose to put our communities and we choose to do the things and the places that we love. It's just in alignment with what we were talking about earlier. Why do something that you don't love? Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> you know, exactly. And um, yeah, I happen to love all social media platforms because I love tech and I love social media, but I actually never used to use any of the other social media for socializing. I only ever used it for social media marketing because I'm a sales and marketeer. But actually, I, that's what I love about Clubhouse because I can be like sales and marketing. I can be, you know, networking and collaborating and all that. But at the same time, just having a chat with your friends, just socializing. It's just a pub. I'm just in the pub all day, really. People go to you, how could you be networking all day? Well, it's like, well, you might see it as networking. I'm just in the pub all day. Yeah, you know what? It's really funny. Like when people ask me about Clubhouse, because before pandemic, I was always traveling. I was going from speaking to speaking to speaking to speaking. And I was only home like one week out of the month. And so like to me, Clubhouse is that airport bar. Like yeah. when you're waiting on the plane, you go sit at the bar and I would talk to everybody. Like, I probably thought I was weird, but I was talking to everybody. Like I'd go up to random people, I'd have conversations. I would meet in networking, meeting interesting people because especially when you're in the early morning, you get the commuter flight. Everybody's a business person that's in the airport. And so like, I kind of look at Clubhouse. Clubhouse is like the airport yeah. <laughs> park well, where you're able to just like 
kind of get to know each other in a brief period of time, have some random conversations, maybe stay in touch, maybe you don't, you know, and same thing when you're on the airplane, right? I, I like to fly and I'm, I don't know what people think about this, but I fly business class and first class because I know I'm going to have like space, but I also can have real conversations with other people who share some values. I like to have this space on the airplane so that I can have a conversation with somebody or if they don't want to, that's fine. But generally speaking, we can just you're next to somebody for two, three hours and you know somebody, you're either making a connection or doing something. So I generally close business on airplane. So now Clubhouse is that space. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I actually carved my room out to be the bar at the convention center because Clubhouse is a virtual convention center and every good convention center needs the bar area where everyone takes off their shoes after a while and they have a drink and they have a bit of a laugh and a joke and listen to some music and, and do some business, you know, but, but in a chilled out, relaxed, you know, unstressful manner. And that's, that's what I like to hang around in the convention centers. And that's why I thought as soon as I've seen Clubhouse, I thought, right, this is what I need to do. I need to create a bar. I need to just stick my bar in it and just let people come in. And whoever comes in, I'll have a chat with them. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. I love your room. I think it's great. Yeah, I've met some really interesting people in there. So I appreciate you for setting that up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, loads of people have gone on and set up their own rooms since, but they all pop back into the room that when they first sort of moderated in or they first got to on Clubhouse or whatever, they like to come back and, you know, chill out in, 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 in my area. So, you know, that's why I keep it 24-7 and I was keeping it 24-7 for the 79-day challenge, but I think I'm on 81 or 82 now and I'm just going to keep it going because people like it and they, they look up for it and they expect it. So I'm like, well, just keep it going, isn't it? I don't have to be in it 24-7. I just need to keep it open 24-7. It costs quite a lot on phones and charges and not constantly keeping it going. But, you know, other people are benefiting from it and I'm getting some benefit from it as well. So, you know, it's win-win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. So, yeah. So have you got anything else going on in your world that you um, uh, haven't covered yet that you'd like to mention? Or would you like to do a bit of a description of your um, your TV show and tell people you know, what it is and what to expect and where they can watch it and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to. So, I mean, I do a lot of things. I invest, I buy and sell businesses in real estate. So that's always a great opportunity to reach out to me. Um, my website, of course, is on my background, jankodycoaching.com. That's for the coaching business, but it also has contact with my direct information. Um, it's the only business I work in, so I absolutely love it. But my, my show is CEO Mondays with Jen. Um, it airs in multi-markets on regular television. It also streams on demand. So you can find it at nowmedia.tv um, under the uh, shows tab, but you can also find it on Roku and uh, it's on all the places that podcasts are on. Um, and so uh, the, the whole premise is sharing the entrepreneurial journey because we always see the tip of the iceberg, the success, the one success that we have. We don't see all the hard work and all of the persistence and the other things that go into that success. So I like to talk about, you know, the inner work that we do, the personal development, the business development, the times that we quote unquote fail and take our, you know, our losses as learnings and, and how we grow from that. So I think it's really important that whether you're an entrepreneur or an executive or not is irrelevant, that we're continually growing and really become the CEO of your life. It's about taking control of your life, taking command of your life and really doing all the things that we talked about today, dialing in the physiology, getting over our fears, setting ourselves for success in everything that we do, whatever our definition is, enjoying our life, loving our life and just being the best human beings that we can. And then of course we marry that with the business. Um, so, so that's kind of, that's kind of the coaching. That's the show premise because I just believe in that. And I truly, truly believe that, um, the more people we impact, the more people we interact with, the, the better our world will be because every single opportunity to have a conversation is an opportunity to learn and an opportunity to teach just like what you were saying. Um, and I do live by that. So that's kind of, that's kind of like the big thing. The other thing is I'm an international bestselling author. You can go to my website and find my book. It's on boundaries. We started the conversation talking a little bit about my journey. It's really a passion of mine to help people to, to set healthy boundaries so they can find their joy and really live their best life. And if I can support anyone in any way, feel free to reach out to me. 
Yeah, brilliant. Okay, that sounds uh, fantastic. So uh, I think that's a great place to leave it with all your contact information and all of that. So uh, yeah, I'd like, just like to say thank you very much for coming on my podcast and for um, sharing some uh, pearls of wisdom and some knowledge and some energy uh, to my audience and to my uh, my YouTube uh, viewers and all that sort of thing. So uh, yeah, just uh, thank you very much and uh, hopefully we'll do it again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. And if anybody that's listening wants, uh, they can reach out to me. I'll, I'm happy to give them a free copy of my book in PDF form. So they can just reach out by email. Okay, brilliant. There we are. Can't go wrong with that, can you? So uh, go for it. And uh, yes, and uh, I look forward to um, to uh, you know listening and, and, and watching my episode of uh, my, my interviews. I remember some very good questions and I actually think I nailed the answers. I was quite chuffed when I finished. I was thinking, yeah, nailed that. So I always think that though. I'm I'm like you said, I'm I'm so positive and optimistic and my, my cup is always overflowing that I nail everything because like I'm a legend. Why wouldn't I nail it? <laughs> You're a rock star, a podcast rock star. Exactly. Well, I'm gonna be the world record breaking champion soon when I get to when I get to put my press release out. So uh <laughs> Yeah, looking forward to that. And you're you're just gonna come in. You're just in, you're just making the cut uh, before the first thousand. So uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm at this stage now. We're um, I'm, I'm just saying, what's that? I wanted to be one thousand. I was trying to be one thousand. Ah oh, well, um, I, I I have been trying to get a big name guest for one thousand for spot number one thousand, and you would be a big name guest. But I'm thinking super name guest. I'd like to get Brian Tracy. Because he's one of my favorite um, people to listen to, like you know, he's one of my favorite personal development people, like you know. So that's a or Tony Robbins would be all right. He's a big name, like you know. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, I've, I've been thinking about that. I've been visualizing it, but nothing's been happening. So I'm going to keep visualizing it. But uh, you know, I still got about uh, 17 guests to go, I think, to the thousand, and I got to do it by. Well, I got 17 episodes to go. I don't think I'm going to do 17 guests. I'll probably do another 10, something like that. And then the rest I'll just do in episodes myself just to get the numbers up, like, you know. So, uh, so yeah. Um, but thank you very much. Uh, look forward to seeing you and speaking to you again on Clubhouse sometime too. And, uh, yeah, maybe we'll have another uh, uh, chat on the podcast um, about something else in the future. If ever you've got anything you want to push or plug, feel free to get in touch with me. And I'm always looking for people to come on and share whatever they got going on in their lives. Absolutely. Happy to uh, have our next conversation. I'll reach out and uh, thank you so much for the opportunity. It was great to have a conversation with you. Brilliant. Brilliant. All right, then you have a good day. Okay. You too.